0: At Cypress Credit Union, our credit cards make it easy to find the perfect card for you. Like our Visa Platinum Rewards Card, where you'll earn one point for every dollar you spend plus bonus points at select retailers. Plus, earn 10,000 bonus points when you spend $1,000 in the first 90 days. Get your rewards card today at CypressCU.com.
1: Cypress Credit Union! By equal opportunity lender. He covers the Nets for the New York Daily News. He's also the co-host of the Certified Buckets podcast. He's Christian Winfield with us here on Jake and Ben. Christian, thanks for a few minutes. How are
2: you? I'm doing well, man. I feel like no no day is, is pretty calm in Brooklyn, man. It seems like every, every day there's some something crazy going on out here, and now we've got the Jazz coming to town. So, uh should be a fun night. How about yourself? How are you guys doing?
0: We're doing well. It's right. been, you know, the Jazz have had a little bit of an up and down season. I think fans have been disappointed by the record. You know, after having the best record in the league last year to be fourth right now with 11 games to go, Jazz fans have been a little frustrated. I can't imagine what the expectations were in Brooklyn with James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant. And now they're, you know, they're, they're going to have to play a play in game, most likely, uh, to, just to get to the playoffs. What's this regular season been like to cover and how have fans reacted to it?
2: I know you say you you can't imagine what the expectations could have been, but you can. I'm, I'm pretty sure we all can. There, there were championship expectations going back to last year, you know what I'm saying, when James Harden comes here via trade, and then the beginning of this year, you're still thinking, okay, well, last year, if Kyrie doesn't get hurt, if Kevin Durant is wearing one size smaller shoe, maybe we're having a different conversation. But, you know, we had free agents that were talking about, hey, we just want to run it back because there's unfinished business. Now it looks like a championship is – you know, it's still the goal, yes, but is it attainable? That that remains to be seen. You've got a player in Ben Simmons, who I'm sure we'll get to at some point on this call, who has yet to play. Kyrie Irving as part time, and you don't want to overload Kevin Durant because of his injury history, and you need to preserve him for the playoff run. But at the same time, you've got to start winning some of these games. If you're the Nets, if you look at the schedule, there is a chance for this team to creep out of that eighth spot and maybe even overtake the Cavaliers or the Raptors for that sixth seed based on how those two teams play. Um, But that's not possible if the Nets don't come out and really try to win every single game possible, starting tonight with Utah. But And it, the blows just keep adding up. Now Goran Dragic, we don't know if he's going to play. He's questionable with, with, I believe, what left knee soreness. Um, it, it just that's the type of season it's been for the Nets. It's one thing after another after another, and uh, we just don't know if there's going to be enough time for them to put it all together by the end of the season.
1: All right, Christian, you mentioned Ben Simmons, and I, you know what, I have all these questions about the Nets that just feel like the most obvious questions that I should know, like the answer to, or we should, uh, that we, we need to ask you, but is, is he even going to play?
2: Oh, no, 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 no. God, no, he's not playing tonight. Not, the, uh, not, not tonight. Not I see him see him mean, and,
1: yeah, I mean at all.
2: Oh, well... <laughs> That That's that's the biggest mystery, right? Because at first when Ben Simmons got here on February 10th, right? And the Nets from that point said, hey, you know, he's out of shape, right? Which is odd of a 25-year-old, presumably healthy young man who said he'd been training away from the team. Even though he's been away from Philly, he said he'd been in great shape. He's been training. And he, was, he basically made it seem as if he's ready to go. A- and then, you know, the Nets like to do this thing called ramping up. Everybody has a different word for it. In Brooklyn, they call it ramping up where they want a player to have you know, a little bit of leeway before playing their first game so they're in adequate shape. like, Okay, we'll give Ben a week, two weeks tops. All right, two weeks goes by, and now you've got a back injury that comes out of nowhere, right? At first they're saying it's back soreness, back tightness. They never announced the MRI. Steve Nash just mentioned that Ben Simmons had an MRI a few weeks ago, about three days ago. Three days ago you said, say, Ben had an MRI that, that showed some sort of back injury, It'd be it a strain or something along those lines. So he's been dealing with something more significant that the team has led on this entire time, Um, and now he just got an epidural, which is supposedly supposed to help him either play through this injury or accelerate the the rehab process. I don't know what's going on with Ben Simmons. The only thing I know is that he has not practiced yet. Uh, He has not played in. He hasn't done individual drills since undergoing that epidural not too long ago. And Steve Nash has no answers. If you ask him anything, he's like, I don't know, I can't remember. It's it's almost like talking to a couch at times. And it's it's unfortunate because he's he's in an awful spot where he's got to, you know what I'm saying, cover up for everybody, everything else. is If it's not Kyrie, if it's not Ben Simmons, it's something else. But the Nets aren't necessarily giving us any any information with Ben. Um, And if you had to ask me, I don't know. Like when you're just looking at the schedule, 11 games left, 10 after this game tonight against Utah, it, it just doesn't, Compute that there will be enough time for Ben Simmons to play regular season games uh, before the playoffs start. And then what of
0: Kyrie Irving's availability to play in Brooklyn going forward? I mean, is there any belief that that will change before the playoffs or during the playoffs? Or is it totally a guess at this point?
2: Well, here's a date to watch out for. April 7th is when the Yankees have their home opener. Um, And that is, I think, the Nets' last saving grace here is if the mayor is going to bow down to the powerhouse that is the Yankees and the Mets and baseball in New York City, then as a result, Kyrie might be able to play because there are several unvaccinated players on the Yankees and on the Mets. And some of them don't have any intentions of getting vaccinated. And it, depending on where you play, you don't have to, right. You could play in New York and you have to be vaccinated. You could play in Cleveland and you don't. So I, I think that's what, that's the next date that I'm looking for April 7th. But up until then, you know, the mayor had been pretty hardline on, you know, if Kyrie, if Kyrie wants to play, he's got to get vaccinated. That was basically his, his, his line this entire time. Now that, the Yankees and the Mets are starting to come into the fold and we know how many millions of millions of dollars of baseball has pumped into this city. Uh it's hard for me it, when Aaron Judge is unvaccinated and, and you're telling him he can't play, that that's when it becomes a problem in this city, right? So I, I, I until then I, I don't see any clear pathway for Kyrie to, to play at Barclays or at M S G, uh, other than him obviously getting vaccinated, which he said he's not going to do. Um, so right now <laughs> Kyrie's fate is literally in the Yankees hands right now. So what are you uh, – What
1: are you? Oh well, let me put it this way. How have they been playing lately, and what do you expect tonight?
2: Um, that's tough, right? I mean, they, they, they've they just had a real up-and-down season. And granted, they've had so many players in and out of the lineup that it's been hard to get a rhythm and a consistency, and that's kind of what they're trying to do right now. But, you know, I, I haven't really watched too much of the Jazz this season. You said you guys have been up and down, but I anticipate you guys are going to come out and play some, some pretty solid defense. That's why I know you guys hang your hat on. And, you know, with the Nets, it's, hey, you know, you've got KD. Seth Curry has been great. Andre Drummond has been great as well. But if you don't have Kyrie and you don't have Goron especially, now you're looking at those other guys. Okay, Patty Mills has been really cold lately. You've got Cam Thomas who's played above his means. right? You've got a bunch of other role players. Bruce Brown has played great. I don't know if if how Bruce plays works against a team like Utah, right? So I'm looking at at Kevin Durant like, hey, he's going to have to go for 40, 45 tonight if this team is going to have a chance, and that's really what it is. If KD's not going for 45 or something close to it every night when Kyrie's not on the floor, this team, especially against good teams, there's just too much of a a talent drop-off and that's because Ben Simmons isn't there after the James Harden trade. That's because Kyrie's part-time. And that's because the rest of this team, they just haven't had enough time playing with each other. You just had a blockbuster trade in the middle of the season. These guys are still trying to get to know each other. So, you know, unless KD is going for 50 tonight, I anticipate the Jazz win. Um, especially, I don't know if you guys, I think you guys rested Donovan Mitchell and a bunch of other guys last night. I think Are they, they going to play tonight?
0: Uh, Donovan played last night, Mike Conley was off, Boyan's not back, so the Jazz will still be a little bit shorthanded, but they've been playing hard, they've been playing pretty well the last couple of games. Christian? Yeah,
2: shorthanded for you guys is different, because even though you're shorthanded, you have that continuity of sure. having had that same core in place for years. This is a new, a relatively new head coach in Steve Nash, you've got how many new starters? Andre Drummond and Seth Curry are new starters, Goran Dragic was supposed to start, now he probably he might not. You've got Patty Mills and Bruce Brown coming in, it's going to be tough especially against a team with the cohesion like the Jazz have. So if Kevin Durant's not going for 50 tonight, I don't see the Nets winning.
0: So we talked about the Nets being in a play-in game, and they're going to have to. They're probably going to play the Raptors in the opening game. Let's say say they win or they lose the first game and they win the second game. I I think the Nets are probably going to make the playoffs. What do you expect if they end up playing the Heat or the Bucks in the first round? Is it realistic they survive the first round of the playoffs?
2: That's tough. That's a tough question because the the silver lining in their terrible season is that now you have Kyrie Irving available more games than not, right? Yeah. Because you don't have home court advantage and because you're not going to play Toronto probably in any round of the playoffs except for the play-in as long as you secure 7 or 8. Right? As long as you secure, you secure any of those bottom six bottom three seeds, you're going to have uh, road, you're going to have to play on the road four times out of seven, which means in every game, basically in every elimination game, Kyrie Irving is going to be available. And that's great. That's great for the Nets. That, that's great unless you lose two and then you have to go back to Barthas. I guess not every elimination game, right? But if you've got Kyrie and KD on the floor, um, even if this team doesn't have Ben Simmons out there, I think that just the additions of Andre Drummond and Seth Curry, especially when you consider Joe Harris is out for the entire season and the Nets hadn't really had a sustainable answer at that center spot, Andre Drummond has been a, a game-changer for this team, and Seth Curry has just spaced the floor, and he's proven to be more than just a shooter. He can put the ball on the floor, finish at the rim, make the right pass, even run the pick and roll from time to time, and then you add Kyrie back to that mix, you add KD back to that mix, and I said, hey, I don't know if Ben Simmons will play in the regular season, but if they make a playing game and they're in the playoffs, I think that's enough time to get them back on the floor. So, it, it, you know, Andre Drummond said something really interesting the other day. He said, yeah, you know, with Ben coming back to the season so late, it's kind of going to be like playing pickup basketball where you don't really know how to play with the guys that you have, but you've got to go play with them. If, you, if the Nets put their five best players on the floor and Kyrie and Ben Simmons are part of that five, I think they find a way to talent their way to a lot of wins when a lot of teams like the Heat, like the Bucks, might be relying on that chemistry they've had. I'm not sure teams can match that type of firepower on both ends now because we know what Ben Simmons could do defensively as well
0: yeah so along those lines and you know we saw Philly last night lose to the Toronto Raptors and they can't <laughs> score and the James Harden thing just looks like the same problem that James Harden has had everywhere he's gone so who's the best team in the east right now and who would you think is representing the East in the finals if you had to pick today
2: um that's a tough question I'd probably still lean Milwaukee I know they haven't had the best uh, regular season so far but just having that championship. Last season, they've got that confidence of knowing what it takes to get there already. I love Giannis. Um, I think he's just unguardable. And then you've got the other pieces. Drew can shut anybody down. Chris Middleton, when he's on, can get a basket. Bobby Porius has been playing out of his mind. And now you're telling me Brooke Lopez is coming back and he can space the floor and protect the rim. I like their odds. Um, I like Miami as well. I think Miami is one of the few teams that the Nets don't want to meet, even if you've got Kyrie. You know, that the Heat are just that type of team where they, they're, they're going to defend the full length of the floor. They're going to play with pace, shoot threes. You add Kyle Lowry to that makes their tough. Um, I, I don't like that matchup for the Nets. You know, I, I, consider the Sixers to be imposters in a way. They added James Harden, yes, but now you're starting to see flaws everywhere else. You're starting to see Tobias Harris cannot be your third best player or your fourth best player if you're considering Tyrese Maxey that third best. Um, and you're seeing that. James Harden, you know, a lot of people said that he's holding out. He's been dogging it in Brooklyn because he wanted to get out. No, I was covering that this, this entire time. We've seen the decline of James Harden starting at the beginning of this season when the referees made that rule change and started not giving him foul calls. Once he doesn't have those foul calls, those free throws really compensate for other shortcomings in his game. He's turnover prone. He slows the game down. He He's not the most inefficient. He's not the most efficient shooter. He he doesn't play very good defense outside of the low post, right? So now you're looking at different things, and then you're telling me now he's also throwing the ball over. I, in his last few games in Brooklyn, I think he had like seven turnovers, eight turnovers. It, it was crazy. And then last night, he he starts i think he threw the ball away on three straight possessions i think philly fans are starting to say, i think he got booed by philly fans mm-hmm. last night and they're starting to see that this is the player if he doesn't step it up and, and prioritize basketball as, as what's most important in this season i don't know if you, if i'm philly i don't know if i sign this guy that five more years right or do you have to trade maxi and harris to get that third piece because maybe there's somebody out there like a bradley bill that can help the situation along I'm, I'm not high on the Sixers at all this year Well,
1: Christian, thank you very much for jumping on with us. Great stuff. Enjoy the game tonight. Enjoy
0: the game, Christian. Thanks.
2: Thank you. Have a good one, guys.
1: That's Christian Winfield. He covers the Nets for the New York Daily News, also the co-host of the Certified Buckets podcast.